So we are talking about Rahu in the first house as a narcissist, Ketu in the first house as an empath, where the energy is head-centric or the other-centric, basically two ways of energy movement. Now we have come to the Ardra and the Mola axis and the Purvashada axis. Well, first of all, you got to remember both empaths and narcissists have a signature to them. We are analyzing in this series what flavors of narcissism or what flavors of empathy you come up with because it all depends upon the dispositor. In this case, dispositor on one side being Mercury, the other side being Jupiter. Let's get into it. the dictionary definitions who is an empath and who is a narcissist according to dictionary empath a person who has strong capacity for empathy the ability to understand and share the feelings of others often to an intense degree psychological characteristics of an empath empathy empaths deeply understand and share the emotions of others sensitivity they are highly attuned to the emotional states of those around them. Intuition Empaths have a strong gut instincts and can sense the emotional distress in others. Compassion They possess a deep will of compassion and a desire to help others. Boundary challenges Big one Empaths may struggle with setting healthy emotional boundaries potentially leading to emotional exhaustion. Narcissists, a person who has an excessive and often unhealthy self-love or admiration, an inflated sense of self-importance and a lack of genuine empathy for others. Right away you can see both are opposites. Narcissists often seek constant admiration and validation from others while exhibiting manipulative and self-centered behaviors. Grandiosity. Narcissists have an exaggerated sense of self-importance and often believe they are superior to others. Need for admiration. They constantly seek admiration, attention and validation from others to bolster their self-esteem. <laughs> lack of empathy. Narcissists typically lack genuine empathy and struggle to understand or care about the feelings of others. Manipulation. They may engage in manipulative behaviors to maintain control and achieve their own goals, often at the expense of others. Fragile self-esteem. Despite their outward confidence, narcissists often have a fragile self-esteem that is easily wounded, leading to defensive or aggressive reactions when challenged. Now let us see the two dominant drivers of narcissism and empathy empaths okay we are considering for the purposes of this study rahu as the narcissist when it is in the first house ketu as an empath when it is sitting in the first house we're talking only the first house because that's dominantly where the ego resides the egoness or the egolessness is empath versus dynamic narcissist dynamic so rahu as a narcissist 
will give what? Exaggerated sense of self-importance. Rahu in the first house can contribute to exaggerated sense of self-importance leading individuals to overestimate their abilities and achievements. Seeking external validation. Those with these placements may have a strong desire for external validation and may go to great lengths to gain recognition and admiration from others, often at the expense of genuine self-esteem. <clears throat> illusion of grandeur. Rahu's influence can create an illusion of grandeur, causing individuals to present themselves in a way that exaggerates their accomplishments and status. Materialistic pursuits. This placement may lead to excessive focus on material wealth and positions as a means of bolstering one's self-esteem and self-worth. See, Rahu lacks this. It wants to gain this. Manipulative behavior. Rahu in the first house can sometimes encourage manipulative behavior where individuals use deception or self-promotion as a means of maintaining their self-image and gain the admiration they seek. Ketu as an empath on the other side, marked in the charts here as you can see. Ketu is in the first house, here Rahu is in the first house as a narcissist, Ketu in the first house as an empath. What does Ketu behave as an empath? Deep empathetic insight, Ketu's detachment can paradoxically lead to deep understanding and empathy for others' experiences. As individuals with this placement often have a unique ability to perceive and sympathize with the underlying emotions and struggles of others. Non-judgmental empathy. They tend to offer non-judgmental empathy as detached nature to themselves allows them to accept people as they are without imposing their own beliefs or values on others. Emotional healing. Some with Ketu in the first house may have a natural gift for helping others and heal emotionally or spiritually, offering a safe space for individuals to explore their feelings and experiences without the fear of criticism. Intuitive empathy. Their intuitive nature may enable them to sense others' emotions without the need for verbal communication, making them practically attuned to unspoken emotions and needs. Compassion and acceptance. They often possess a compassionate accepting disposition which can be comforting for those who seek understanding and empathy in their presence. Now let's examine the impact of planets which sit with Rahu in the first house for narcissism. We are talking only about Rahu now, first part. That's the narcissist dynamic, Rahu in the first house. What if Saturn sits with Rahu in the first house? What happens? Narcissistic tendencies suppressed. Saturn tends to suppress everything. Saturn's influence can sometimes act as a restraining force on the narcissistic tendencies. It may encourage the individuals to be more cautious about displaying overt narcissism. Emphasis on reputation. Saturn's presence may make the individual more concerned with their public image and reputation. They may strive to maintain a facade of responsibility and respectability. Controlled self-importance. While there may be still a desire for self-importance, Saturn can add an element of control and discipline, preventing narcissism from becoming too overt. Overt and covert narcissism. We'll see that. Mars. What if Mars is placed with Rahu in the first house? 
intensified narcissistic traits because Mars is a driver, Mars is aggressive. Mars can intensify narcissistic tendencies, making the individual more competitive and aggressive in the pursuit of recognition and admiration. Impulsive narcissism, Mars is very impulsive. The influence of Mars can lead to impulsive displays of narcissism where the individual seeks attention and dominance. Mars wants to dominate in a more aggressive and immediate manner. Impulsive. Ego-driven actions. Mars may drive the ego to the forefront, making the individual more focused on their own desires and needs, potentially at the expense of others. What about Sun and Moon? As a narcissist, if Moon is placed in the first house with Rahu conjunct, what can be the possibility of narcissism there? Emotional narcissism. Moon's emotional depth can contribute to a form of emotional narcissism where the individual's own emotional experiences needs to take precedence over the other. Sensitivity to narcissistic injury. Moon's sensitivity can make the individual highly reactive to the perceived slights or criticism leading to defensive or narcissistic reaction, emotional reaction. Moon is emotion. Narcissistic validation. Moon's influence may drive the need for constant emotional validation, potentially creating narcissistic tendencies in seeking attention and reassurance. Sun. What about Sun? Along with Rahu in the first house. Ego and self-importance. Sun represents the ego. When in conjunction or aspect to Rahu in the first house, it can amplify the narcissistic tendencies. Individual may be having exaggerated sense of self-importance, desire for attention. There is a strong desire for attention and recognition and the individual may go to great lengths to be in spotlight and receive praise and admiration. Charismatic Narcissism Sun's influence can make narcissism appear charismatic, confident, which can draw others in and create a magnetic personality. <coughs> Resistance to Criticism Individual may be highly resistant to criticism as their ego is closely tied to their self-worth. They may react defensively or aggressively perceived slights. What about Jupiter or Venus along with Rahu in the first house? Jupiter, intellectual narcissism. Jupiter represents knowledge and wisdom. When in conjunction or aspect to Rahu in the first house, it can lead to a form of intellectual or philosophical narcissism. The individual may believe they possess superior wisdom and spiritual insight. Moral superiority. They may feel morally superior, believing they have a unique understanding of ethics and values that others lack. Proselytizing narcissism. Jupiter's influence may lead to a desire to share their beliefs and wisdom with others in a preachy, proselytizing manner. Resistance to contradiction. Individuals with this combination may resist contradictory viewpoints and may become self-righteous when challenged, viewing themselves as the holders of ultimate truth, the ego of Jupiter. Venus. Aesthetic Narcissism. Venus represents beauty and aesthetics. When conjunction or aspect to Rahu in the first house, it can contribute to a form of aesthetic narcissism. Individual may place excessive importance on physical appearance and beauty, vanity. <clears throat> Charm and charisma. 
They may possess charm and charisma that draw others in using their physical attractiveness or social skills to gain admiration and validation. Materialistic narcissism. Venus influence can lead to materialistic narcissism where the individual judges their self-worth based on material possessions they have. Luxury, indulgence. Emotional manipulation. Individuals with this combination may use their charm and attractiveness to manipulate others emotionally seeking attention and affection. What about Mercury with Raho? In the first house, intellectual narcissism. Mercury represents intellect and communication. When in conjunction or aspect to Rahu in the first house, it can lead to intellectual narcissism, where one individual believes they are intellectually superior to others. Manipulative communication. Mercury's influence can make an individual skilled in manipulating communication to gain attention and control conversations. They may use language to enhance their image and deflect criticism. Need for recognition. There is a strong need for recognition of their ideas, opinions, Mercury's intellect. They may seek out intellectual debates and discussions where they can dominate and showcase their knowledge. Difficulty accepting differing views. Individuals with this combination may struggle to accept differing viewpoints and may dismiss or belittle opinions of others, contributing to a sense of intellectual superiority. What about the empath dynamic? Now let's see the empath characteristics. So Saturn in the first house with Ketu or the south node of the moon. Empathetic Detachment. Saturn's influence can create a sense of empathic detachment. Individuals with this placement may have a unique ability to empathize with others while remaining emotionally reserved and composed. Practical empathy. Saturn is very practical. They may express empathy through practical actions and responsibilities, such as providing stability and support to loved ones in a consistent, reliable manner. Structured compassion. Saturn can create structured, disciplined compassion where empathy is channeled in a focused, responsible way. They may even make this a profession. They approach empathy as a duty. Difficulty in expressing feelings. Saturn is a dry planet. It does not have feelings. While they understand and empathize with others, expressing their own emotions or connecting on an emotional level may be challenging to Saturn along with Ketu in the first house. Mars with Ketu in the first house. Empathy driven by action. Mars is action oriented. Mars can stimulate empathy through action and physical engagement. These individuals may show empathy by actively assisting others and defending those in need. Mars is a warrior planet. Protective empathy. They may display a protective form of empathy where they are highly supportive or loyal to those they care about. Protective another aspect of Mars, ready to go to great lengths to ensure their well-being. Empathic courage. Mars influence can make them courageous in their empathic responses, unafraid to confront difficult situations and challenges on the behalf of others. Potential impulsivity. Mars is very impulsive. While Mars can enhance empathy, it may also lead to impulsive reactions triggers and sometimes without considering the consequences. What about sun and moon in the first house with Ketu as an empath? Moon. 
deep emotional empathy moon represents emotions when in conjunction or aspect to ketu in the first house it can create deep emotional empathy these individuals can connect with others on a profound emotional level sensitivity to others needs ketu is all about other when it comes in the first house that's what defines an empath they are often sensitive to needs and feelings of others making them compassionate and nurturing individuals instinctual empathy moon's influence can lead to an instinctual empathy where they respond naturally and empathetically to the emotions of others around them often without conscious effort emotional bonding they may form strong emotional bonds with others which can lead to heightened sense of empathy when those close to them are in distress sun empathy focused on identity sun represents one's identity and ego when in conjunction or aspect to ketu in the first house empathy may be closely tied to a deep understanding of personal identity and a willingness to empathize with others who struggle with issues of identity they may help other themselves find themselves empathy as a path to self realization individuals with this placement may view empathy as a means of self realization understanding themselves better by empathizing with other struggles and journeys empathetic leadership sun's influence can make them natural leaders in empathetic roles guiding them and supporting them through their own empathic understanding of personal challenges what about mercury and jupiter with ketu in the first house mercury intellectual empathy mercury represents intellect and communication when in conjunction or aspect to ketu in the first house empathy may primarily manifest as intellectual understanding these individuals may empathize by analyzing and comprehending others thought processes and viewpoints empathy through communication they may express empathy through effective communication actively listening to others and providing thoughtful responses empathy in learning in mercury's influence with ketu in the first house can lead to love of learning about different perspectives cultures which can enhance capacity for empathy by broadening their understanding mental intellectual understanding of the world analytical empathy they may have a knack for breaking down complex emotions and situations into manageable parts making it easier for them to empathize with specific aspects of others experiences <clears throat> jupiter with ketu in the first house spiritual empathy jupiter represents wisdom spirituality and higher knowledge when in conjunction or aspect to ketu in the first house that's our basis for empathy empathy may be deeply rooted in spiritual or philosophical understanding jupiter the philosopher empathy as a path to wisdom individuals with this placement may see empathy as a means to gain spiritual wisdom and personal growth they may believe that empathizing with others they can expand their own consciousness jupiter also very egoistic by the way mentorship and guidance jupiter's influence can make them natural mentors and guides offering empathetic support and wisdom to others on a spiritual and personal development universal empathy they may tend to have a broad universal perspective on empathy seeking to understand and empathize with the struggles of humanity as a whole transcending individual boundaries
What about Venus with Ketu in the first house as an empath? Aesthetic empathy. Venus represents beauty and aesthetics. When in conjunction or aspect to Ketu in the first house, empathy by this individual may be expressed through an appreciation for emotional beauty in life and emotions of others. Empathy, empathy through art and creativity. They may channel their empathy into creative pursuits such as art, music, literature to evoke and share emotions with others. Compassionate relationships. Venus can influence and lead to empathetic and compassionate interactions and relationships where they are attuned to the emotional needs and desires of others. Empathetic harmony. They may seek to harmony and emotional connection in their relationships above all as a means to create deeper and more meaningful bonds with others. So these are all the basic rules. But now we get into nakshatras and see how Rahu and Ketu with these planets can play out in the nakshatras because 27 different signatures are possible. Let's get into that. So narcissist number one, Rahu in Ardra and Ketu in Mula. Now this is going to be a tough call because Ardra is ruled by Rahu. And Mula is ruled by Ketu. It's pretty strong energy, you might say, of both Rahu and Ketu. Because just let's look at it this way. If one is sitting in his own house, he is the most powerful, right? Now Rahu is sitting in the first house in Ardra in its own nakshatra. And Ketu is sitting in Mula in its own nakshatra. The same will be the case if you go to Ashwini and Swati or if you go to Shatbisha and Magha. Leo Aquarius, Aries Libra, now we are talking about Gemini and Sagittarius because these are the Rahu Ketu ruled nakshatras. So what does this provide us? First of all, Rahu in Ardra. Let us see the themes of Rahu in Ardra. Okay. <clears throat> so Rahu in Ardra gives us this themes which are above. And we are talking about Gemini as the dispositor. So Gemini <coughs> or Mercury as a dispositor. So Mercury as a narcissist, Mercury as an empath in this case. Because we are in the Gemini Sagittarius axis. Okay. So let us see Mercury as an narcissist, which is intellectual narcissism, thinking too much from the brains. Trying to make out things in the head, too much in the mind. Intense mental activity. Rahu in Ardra signifies a significant mental activity and thirst for knowledge. They are constantly seeking. Plus now it is in the air sign. Like I said, if Rahu is in the air sign, it does very well. Curious, analytical, drawn to intellectual pursuits. You might say extreme degree of intellectualism. Restless nature. Restless is a common trait for Ardra itself. Rahu here will make it even more restless. It amplifies that quality of narcissism. Very good communication skills. Ardra is associated with communication. Rahu can enhance that. Rahu will amplify this even more. Again, because it is sitting in its own nakshatra. <clears throat> 
transformation and change. Okay, this is a normal thing. Desire for power and control. They may have strong desire for control and influence. Here, Rahu will want to influence the other through its extreme intellectual analysis. If you see the manipulative tendency over here at the bottom, Mercury as a narcissist, this will be very amplified in Ardra because it is ruled by Mercury sitting in Gemini. Gemini is the dispositor, so watch where your Mercury is. Intellectual narcissism is an aspect where it leads to thinking, I am superior in intellect than the other person, always trying to get one-upmanship over the other person. Manipulative communication. Mercury's influence can make individuals skilled at manipulating communication to gain attention and control the conversation to their benefit. Trying to bring the other person to their benefit. You might see this in many podcasters on YouTube. You might see this in the mainstream news media because this will have amplified to that extent. They frame the questions which have already a bent of mind, which have already got a bias and they're very clever in manipulating the talk. That will be Rahu in the first house with Mercury as the dispositor, right? Either in Virgo or in Gemini, for example. Need for recognition. There is a strong need for recognition of their own ideas and opinions. This is Mercury as a narcissist. <clears throat> Difficulty accepting differing views. A very narrow-minded focus. I am right at the cost of everybody else being wrong only. Not I am right. Not an innate sense of being right, but at the cost of the Rahu factor, meaning you want to prove yourself superior at the cost of proving others lesser. That's what it gives. Now the Ketu in the same house is sitting on the other side. Let's see what Ketu is doing there in Mula. What does Mula bring? Now here it's not Mercury, obviously it's Jupiter. And Ketu is sitting on the other side, so it, it doesn't really count, but there's that energy of detachment from the spouse, from intimate relationships, seventh house matters, from others. That is why it doesn't really bother about others, it is bothered all about itself. This leads to that narcissistic tendency. So Ketu here in Mula provides a strong sense of Spiritual detachment from worldly desire. Spiritual detachment in this case, it's not the first house, so it's not showing up very strongly. When we stick Rahu in Mula, we'll come to that later. So Ketu in Mula is providing in this case, because Mula wants to dig deep, Mula wants to uncover the roots, these kind of narcissists may become very powerful manipulators because they know the root of the person sitting there. They will want to get to the root of that Ketu is sitting there in the seventh house, opposite to others. So let's say if this person is interviewing someone on a podcast, they will say, I know what this person is all about. They intuitively know. Ketu is sitting there, it's intuition. But Rahu is sitting in their head, so they become intense and very good manipulators of the conversation. That's first. Narcissist number one, strong one, isn't it? Now when we stick Ketu in Ardra and Rahu in Mula, it's just the reverse. Now Ketu is sitting in the house of Ardra, house of Rahu, 
and Rahu is sitting in the house of Ketu. So it's kind of a weird energy. This empath, empath number one, the opposite of narcissist number one. So now Ketu in the first house gives detachment from self and energy is going all towards others. Always thinking about the others, others in general, others as in spouse also, others as in opposite sex also. What does this provide us? Well, let's see. First of all, now we are talking about Ardra itself, but now we are talking Mercury as an empath. Intellectual empathy. I understand why you think the way you feel. I understand where your mind is going and why. This may manifest as intellectual understanding. Try to spot the difference between understanding and narcissism as in I am right at the cost of you being wrong. Difference, big difference. Empathy through communication. They may express empathy through effective communication. Active listening. Right? You are really listening to what the other person is saying between the words. Empathy in learning. Mercury's influence can lead to the love of learning. And Ketu here. So Ketu wants to always go towards higher wisdom, towards the root of things. Analytical empathy. They may have a knack of breaking down complex problems into simpler solutions. So essentially, if you place Ketu in the first house, in the house of Gemini with Mercury, this empath is typically focused on learning everything about the other. Remember, Rahu is sitting on the opposite side there. In Jupiter, in the house of Jupiter, Sagittarius, in Mula, wants to discover the root of these person's problems. This kind of empath can become excellent coach. Because you have to direct your energy and be seeing it for the higher purpose. You've got to understand that empaths have Ketu in their head. So they are naturally inclined to find the higher path, to find the higher wisdom. Because their energy is not so egoistically directed at themselves. That's the basic premise, folks. So when Ketu sits in the head, Rahu sits in the opposite side. So they are about others. It naturally becomes intellectual in this case. Intellectual in the head in the sense they can dissect, discern logical reasoning, analytical traits far more powerfully. Because they don't have attachment to the ego itself. Their ego now is directed at Rahu towards Mula. I want to understand the root of this person's problems. Psychologists. But more like coaches. Why I think coaches? Because it's more like intellectual analysis. It's not so much about emotion in this case. Because this axis is of Gemini and Jupiter. Gemini and Sagittarius, Mercury and Jupiter, right? Jupiter is about wisdom, Mercury is about intellect. So it's that axis. Think intellect versus wisdom. Intellectual capacity going towards wisdom and directed energy at others. Helping out others intellectually, which are coaches, all kinds of coaches. So this empathy can be very strong and useful in that context. Just think of it that way. So now, Mercury as an empath 
which gives you analytical empathy. They may have a knack of breaking down complex emotions, situations into manageable parts, making it easier for them to empathize with specific aspect of others. Okay. Ketu in Ardra will provide detachment from materialism, will provide intellectual exploration, emotional release and healing abilities. In this case, all of these traits being directed as intellectual capacity, not so much emotions, very much needed. Don't misunderstand me here. These are all very much needed. Okay. Now let us get into narcissist number two. Now, narcissist number two has Ardra Rahu, which we already discussed, right? But now the Ketu has shifted to Purvashada. We are going a step further into Sagittarius, right? For that, we got to see what the characteristics of Purvashada are. What are the characteristics of Purvashada? Then only we'll know what Rahu is doing. They're obsessed with those themes. Rahu in Purvashada can make the person... Sorry, Ketu in Purvashada, Rahu is in the first house, narcissist. So Ketu in Purvashada signifies a strong quest for higher knowledge, very Jupiterian in nature. Ketu in Purvashada individuals may be drawn to philosophical or spiritual teachings. So it is looking at the other, Ketu is detached from the other, but it looks for the spiritual meanings, desire for social impact. Once again, all these podcasters may have it want a social impact, engaging in humanitarian and charitable causes. This can become strong because Ketu is there, it provides a higher value in things. Ketu and Purva Ashada individuals are often committed to their principles and spiritual value system. They have interest in tradition, very traditional, Jupiter-like. So Ketu in this will provide this kind of an energy while Rahu sits there thinking about in the head. That's the main thing. Whatever is in the head is the main focus. We live in our heads, right? So Rahu in Ardra wants that intellectual capacity. Intellectual narcissism about culture and tradition. This access will provide that. This kind of narcissist will be saying, claiming their culture and tradition above everything else. Because it's the same access, Rahu and Ketu. On the one side, Rahu is obsessed with intellectual understanding about the Ketu matters on the other side. So about Purvashada matters, you might say. Okay. Now let us quickly see Empath number two. Empath number two has just the reverse. Now there is Rahu in Purvashada. What will this provide us? Let's see quickly. Back to Purvashada, but now we are talking about the top box. Rahu in Purvashada meaning Ketu in Adra meaning this person is extremely ambitious and determined. Purvashada wants to go out. Purvashada wants to conquer. It's beginning of victory. Emotional enthusiasm to build teams for victories. The life lesson. Desire for social impact. The social impact on the Ketu side would be more of, let me try to understand the higher meaning. Rahu there will tell, I want this for myself. Ego is attached. Leadership qualities, they may be strong leaders. 
interest in tradition to the extreme. You are putting Rahu in the house of Jupiter. Jupiter naturally gives wisdom wherever it is sitting in. But now you stick Rahu here as a Jupiter being dispositor will become an extremely dogmatic, narrow-minded, ritualistic kind of a person. That tradition is carried to an extreme and a lot of material ambition. So that's empath number two. Okay. I'll finish with this. I will see you in the next. Thank you for watching. Take care. Be safe.